0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Don't Come Up the Ship Podcast, it's episode 124. Uh, and today I am talking to Mike Sensi. Uh, great dude. He's an RP. He's a... Uh, Uh, social media influencer of sorts and he is a podcaster and just a cool dude man Uh, i had a great time talking to him we had some glitches you may or may not notice depending on how well i edited this episode (laughs) um, where uh, his phone was uh, not cooperating a little bit so hopefully I, i have skillfully smoothed those out you ever been walking through the navy exchange and wonder why all the naval pride and heritage gear is horrifically ugly and you wouldn't actually wear it Have you ever wanted some really cool gear and you just don't know where to go? Well, I got you, fam. Go to dgutsapparel.com immediately. Get yourself some Naval Pride and Heritage gear you'll actually wear in public. Uh, We're working on new designs all the time, open to ideas. We're trying to create a brand that... Uh, lets you display that pride, but doesn't make you cringe. Uh, also, if you're willing to and you're able to, please go to patreon.com deguspodcast pick one of the five tiers, and become a patron today. Um, but uh, I, I plan on most likely talking to him again. Where he's got like a more solid, he's got a great podcasting setup because he's a podcaster. But he, we were having technical issues, so we just kind of made lemonade. But um, it's still a great conversation, great episode. Uh, had a lot of fun talking to him, and again, I could see myself talking to him again very soon because I felt like I had another, you know, ninety minutes at least of, of things to talk to him about. I just we we didn't really have the opportunity to get that far um, because of the technical glitches, but. It is what it is. Uh, I I think you guys will enjoy this. Uh, he's a again great dude. Go check out his standby podcast. That's what it's called, uh, Mike Sensi. You'll find him all the places there's podcasts, and then you can find him on Instagram at Mike Sensi official. Um, great dude. And and we talked about a lot of things from like what an RP is and what they do to uh, like some programmatic stuff, the Navy Digital Ambassador program, and the stuff he's doing online and his podcast stuff, and uh, a whole bunch of stuff. And and really great conversation. Great dude. And I hope you all enjoy this check it out especially after that last one i just did right like, exactly you yeah. to that one, yeah. but i just <laughs> i made some exceptions to my own rules and <laughs> went a little ham on that one um but yeah man like uh like i just said i so we're recording now just we'll start with your background and as much details you want to provide and then we'll go from there
1: sure yeah yeah uh first off thank you for having me uh my name is mike yeah, cincy definitely. for those who don't know uh, I joined the Navy in 2009, uh, right out of high school. Mm. Um, I'm originally from Northern Indiana, a city called Kokomo. Don't sing the song, because I will hang up. Uh,
0: the, <laughs> Beach Boys, there, yeah, exactly. That's um, my youth, dude. I'm that old.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> I just—it is funny every time I say, "Yeah, I'm from Kokomo." I don't even think about it because that's where I'm from. But everybody yeah, goes, "Oh, yeah. I like the song?" I'm like, no. Yeah, "I
0: like, like no. the Beach Boys yeah. song." Think, think that's a lot. like my so, my last name is Foster. And so I, the oh, Australian for yeah. beer thing, I'm like, you're the cleverest <laughs> person in the world. Like I've never heard that yeah. before. That
1: is funny. Cause like you take the contrast of the song by the beach boys talking about some kind of paradise. And then where I'm from, it's just like a lot of Matthew yeah. factory workers in the Midwest. So I like, <laughs> 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 I'll, I'll I'll think whatever you want. Um, uh, that's funny. But yeah, so I uh, joined out of high school and, um, Never really thought about doing the military. My parents served, um, and they had, you know, fun stuff to say about it, but it wasn't like a career Mm -hmm. for them. Um, They were in the Air Force, and so like everybody else who joined the Navy, I tried to join the Air Force. And uh, (laughs) the recruiter was never there, so I just ended up stumbling in the Navy's Uh, office.
0: I'm shocked. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Probably busy golfing. Exactly. And... uh, so yeah i I went navy office they were the most chill you know what i mean it seemed to have Mm. the most variety of jobs and stuff so i struck rp first look and it's so funny um people i say those two letters and everybody's minds go everywhere right everyone always thinks if you know what an rp is like everyone thinks oh he's like a junior chaplain he's religious or it's like for me it really is just a job so when i struck rp it's funny um the guy the uh detailer at the at meps he was like he's like all right so you scored this one the asvab here are your options and i was like well this is back when Iraq and Afghanistan were still happening. I was like, "Well, I want to, you know, right. help. I want to be in the conflict." And yeah. um, he was like, "All right, well, you scored well enough. You can be a corpsman or you can be an RP." And I was like, "All right, what are those?" And he's like, "A corpsman is like a, it's like a nurse." He told me a nurse, and I was like, well, "I don't want to be a
0: nurse." <laughs> and <laughs> Not then, really, exa- yeah,
1: kind of. Well, now I kind of do, but <laughs> especially after <laughs> <F-MF laughs> exactly, corpsman. I mean, yeah.
0: Jesus Christ. And
1: so then he, I go, "Okay, well, what's the other one, the RP?" And he literally just finger gunned. He went, "Oh, you'll be out there," and I was like. Okay. Uh, okay.
0: <laughs> so, whatever the heck. Exactly. Okay.
1: So I took his, his finger gun advice and 13 years later here I am. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's hilarious that uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like, because, like, I would think he would, like, an F. In my mind, an FMF corpsman is going to be out there, and RP. Oh, right, right. It's like you might be out there. Right, like, I know right. they have roles where they do like bodyguard roles mm-hmm. for the chaplain and like some. Uh, like, I know you guys do some stuff. Right, like, right, I think a lot of people have a misconception of what an RP is, and we can get into that because I'm I'm curious to hear from you because I don't think I've ever had an RP on sure, before. Sure um so we like let's get it let's just do that now let's get into like like what the hell is an R- like what i know it's all a religious program specialist yeah, is that you're right the first one to get it okay
1: right.
0: yeah. yes. i'm a i'm a navy dork look around yeah yeah um but yeah so like what like what is it duties or responsibilities what's a, a day in the life like what do you what do you guys do so
1: this is like the worst question for an rp because Wow. Um, oh, nice yeah, it yeah exactly exactly because literally <laughs> rps in Corman, we are like the weird, you know, cousins right. uh, in the military. We serve on every single platform. Like, you can serve at yeah, a shore yeah. station. You can serve on a ship. You can serve with the Marines. You can serve with the Army. You can serve, you know, everywhere. Oh, wow. So, like, I mean, I was a dev girl okay. RP. I was a SEAL team RP. Huh? You know what I mean? So, like, we nice. would literally go everywhere. Um, so, it yeah, is funny. But the, cool. at the core of the job, I like to sell it as this, right? Like, you're an enlisted advisor to the chaplain, right? Everybody knows the chaps. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, like to be good at this job, you kind of have to be a Swiss, uh, Swiss army knife. You kind of have to know a little bit yeah, about everything. Yeah. Right. So like if you're with the Marines, great, you're hanging out with the chaplain all day doing the bodyguard thing. Right. But, um, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you need to get out there and learn what the Marines do and in the corpsman and same with being on a ship. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, sure. You sit in a library and you set up service sometimes. But you need to go out and, you know, get your firefighting calls and all these other things. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, to be a good RP, I feel like you just have to really be, you know, sold on the community you're with is my best advice.
0: Yeah. And like, what are your like in some examples of maybe what you've done? Like, what is your role? Like, so like you're with chaps at DevGrew, like, what do you do? Or is it just like a jack of all trades type? You're just well, especially that
1: especially that's a very (laughs)
0: jack of all trades. Well, yeah, fair.
1: (laughs) Um, no, I think, so, before I got selected to DevGru, I was always an FMF RP. So, like, my hood is 1-3. Mm. You know, I was infantry RP for oh, eight yeah. years. And um, it was literally just be out there and just be a good service member. It's, like, the most bare-bones okay. job you can do, you know what I mean? Like uh, yeah, if, you're, yeah. if you're with the grunts, go do grunt things, but also don't be afraid mm-hmm. to go in the office and do paperwork. So, it's, like, yeah. there's no such thing as, like, a day-in, day-out kind of thing. It sounds
0: like a freaking dope job
1: man. it, it like. you know it's so funny it's, <laughs> it, it's either one or the other it's the best job you ever have as a young serviceman okay uh man or woman or it's the worst depending on the chaplain because chaplains they're still naval oh. officers if they're if you're, yeah, you're one in one and they suck your time's gonna suck but luckily Damn. i've had more good than bad so
0: that's good. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think I've ever met a chaps that I like didn't like. Yeah, work <laughs> like, and I know uh, work
1: with one twenty four seven. Tell me you don't like them.
0: <laughs> yeah, well that's fair. I like <laughs> I had a buddy. He's a he was a JO on my first submarine that he got out for a long time and mm-hmm. was like uh, he went to seminary and he was a pastor at a church and then he wanted he just was drawn back into the service. So like he came back in as a chaplain, and I, I don't remember how long he was out, but he was out for a hot minute. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, he came back in. And he's great dude good we good. called him johnny utah from point break but great dude he was i he, i did an episode with him like a long time ago it's okay. called chaps but good good, great dude um all right so let's transition into the like how i found you part sure like, what the hell are you doing on the internet man <laughs> like what's the <laughs> what's the goal like i i'm always curious about people that like put themselves out there because like when i the, f- the first part of it that's curious to me is like when I first started the podcast like seven plus years ago, mm-hmm. the whole time I was active duty, I didn't want my face or name on anything mm. because for a couple of reasons, well, like the biggest one was like because I'm a, I was a chief at the time uh, starting a leadership development podcast. I'm like, this is a meme waiting to happen. So right. like, I don't want. I don't want the credibility to be garbage because like I'm on the thing with like my khakis on. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, like, yeah. I wanted it to be like, you can't, a junior sailor can't discount what I'm doing in, in any other way, except for like, they just aren't interested because uh, like you can't point at it and say, I'm like, it's a look at me project or it's like, right, a right. or whatever. Yeah. right. But then that some of the stuff was like I, if it grew to a point which it, it did while i was on active duty if it grew to a point where people would start like recognizing me and stuff mm-hmm. i'm like that ain't gonna work yeah. like that's <laughs> like I, I can't have people running up to me <laughs> on the pier going do <laughs> and it a hundred percent would have happened like i had buddies on submarines like my last job was i was on a flagstaff. i'd go out on submarines to do inspections and uh buddies of mine like guys that just knew me Mm -hmm. somehow found out I was doing the podcast and they'd walk up to me I'm in the middle of doing my job like and I'm representing an admiral doing an inspection on the submarine and their ship's force walking up to me going man I really love the podcast yeah 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 that's good did you not read the about (laughs) section bro get that get away from me like (laughs) but uh yeah and so like thank god I did that but like I'm always curious, like, because it started when I saw uh, Grant Kahn started putting those videos on Reddit about mental health. And he's like in his dress blues. Right. And at first I'm like, oh, look at this clown, you know, yeah, like, but yeah. then I watched the one of the videos and I'm like, oh, I got to talk to this dude. He seems like he actually cares. Yeah. Grant's good. Uh, people. And then. Yeah. And then I did an episode. He was my very first interview ever. Like before I even like, I didn't even know what I was doing, but I'm like, I got to talk to this dude. Yeah. And, um. So like I'm always curious about like what like what motivates you to like do what you do uh, in like for lack of a better word, the influencer realm. And mm-hmm. then like I'm going to ask you about the podcast later, too. But <laughs> let's like what what was the like what was the because you're putting yourself out there like I got buddies that uh, do like meme accounts, but they're yeah. anonymous. And it's like they it's been described to me as like, oh, I'm just like venting like when I get when it gets bad and I need like an outlet, I just make memes to like poke fun at the stuff that's stressing me out or pissing me off or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then that's kind of, and, and it like provides like some levity to the, to the other people that are following the account or whatever. So like, what's the, what's your, what's your motivation? Like, how did it all start?
1: It, well, it kind of all started with, um, so my journey into the influencer foray, if we will, uh, was <laughs> I just had an Instagram, like every other service member I wasn't really posting anything uh-huh. on it or anything. But I was one of the first and still holding strong uh, catfish, like (laughs) military guys, right? So um, Catfish? Yeah. So I uh, put put just, I was, I forget what it was even. It was just like a picture of me in uniform, just being a bum, you know? And Mm -hmm. then like a month after I'd posted that, I started getting emails and DMs about like, uh, are we not running away together? Are we not in love? Blah, blah, blah. And that's when that catfish stuff started exploding, right? Um, okay. so I was one of the first ones to have his picture used to catfish people. And that's, oh, that's, that's okay. so good. I mean, if you Google Mike sense you're going to find NBC news articles about, oh, this, you know what I mean? Such a smoke show yeah, that exactly. the internet
0: started stealing your pictures <laughs> you to know, catfish you know, people. You know They're like, this dude's hot. Like <laughs>
1: so, when it first started happening, I was like, of course you're using my photo. Right. I look like an alcoholic Tom Holland, uh, but obviously, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> but, and then the reality is that of like, the reason they use mine is because I look like someone mm. these people can get. And so my ego was deflated. <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? You, have, no. you can't have someone who's <laughs> super attractive. I, never
0: I look like a plumber. Yeah, exactly. God
1: damn it. <laughs> I feel like if you typed into like AI, like a uh, military service member, it would be me. You know what I mean? Just a white, yeah. white guy with <laughs> tattoos, shorter, you know what I mean? So my ego got deflated. Yeah. But um, no, so oh, that, no, so that's kind of started the, uh, uh, the internet stuff for the most yeah. part. But then, after I linked up with uh, Dan Sharp and Pop Smoke Media and stuff, and we started the Smoke Pit podcast okay. together, and um, obviously I've, I've left that. You year. Start,
0: wait you you started what
1: podcast together? It's called the Smoke Pit, I, I believe it's still going on, but um. Okay. So
0: I did not we, know that.
1: We, yeah yeah so we did that and uh, it was just something to do right. He was a you know mm-hmm. he's a funny clever dude and um, we always had fun talking to each other like let's just do this and so then that thing went gangbusters. Mm-hmm and um, yeah it, i've
0: heard of pop smoke yeah, yeah. I, I haven't heard of that podcast yeah, yeah. that's all well you yeah i don't know you know <laughs> but uh yeah whatever. so yeah, yeah i'll check it out
1: no you're I, i've been off it for years so there's like know, a but, gazillion podcasts see, in the from, world see, so like when saying, some yeah.
0: when somebody's like yeah i've never heard of don't Go up the podcast i'm like yeah no of course you haven't like yeah. i'm not yeah.
1: you know <laughs> i am the exact same way i'm not offended at all but um yeah so we did that yeah. and that was when i just joined Group. so like i'm starting to now like you know kind of live this life of like you're kind of in the shadows obviously you're in the military right? but like you mm. don't put yourself out there and I immediately thrust myself yeah. out there so um, it's funny I always talk about because uh, that podcast we did uh, I was more of like uh, an embellished version of myself the singular bachelor type mm-hmm. you know you know having these stories yeah, yeah. about dating and hooking up and stuff and um, yeah it was funny because I knew someone, there's somebody at that command whose job it was to listen to every podcast to make sure I don't, you know,
0: say anything. And they're just sitting there. <laughs> I was going to ask, like, yes. did they give you a hard time about they it did. and, like, tell you to wave off? No, and, they. And...
1: so it was funny. The uh, CMC at the time, I sat down with them mm. when the whole thing became big, right? Um, and he was mm. like, look, he, and he, he was very self-deprecating. He's like, it would be weird for me a Navy SEAL to tell you not to do a podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So he yeah, understood yeah um but the, right but then, with the
0: number of books and shit that are out there like so,
1: <laughs> he literally was just so chill about it. he's like you understand mission here cool. he's like and you understand your life there he's like mm-hmm. obviously you're gonna be monitored he's like and we're gonna trust you until <laughs> we can't and i said good to go and yeah. it was good
0: so, yeah. yeah yeah that's cool man yeah. that's the way i've approached like um like so now i have other people doing podcasts through my platform and yeah that's like yeah, like I and I've had people do series in the past, like this dude, Andrew, that's a, he's a supply officer now, but he used to be a corpsman chief, uh, FMF dude and all that kind of. And he was like he, he has a, a formal education and leadership. So he wanted to do I wanted somebody that could do like academic presentations. And so I had these foundations episodes that he did a series. And it's like it was like that where like he had never done a podcast before, and like it, the first one was really, really rough. And I had to like edit the crap out of it. But then the next one was way better. And then the third one, it was just like, I don't even got to listen to these anymore. Right, you know right. I mean? Exactly. And, like, yeah. and that's how, yeah, you're just like, as soon as they build that trust, it's just like, all right, fine. He's not going to like compromise opsec or say yeah, anything yeah. classified or like whatever. Yeah, that's dope. It's mm-hmm. cool that they that they were like that. About yeah, it. because yeah. like Ariana, do, she does tr- uh, Trash Panda talks and she's a CT in her command. Like just checked into a new command and they're already giving her a little grief about like she's on TikTok and then she does stuff with me. So she's out there. Right, and, right. But it's like she's not doing anything yeah. contrary to good order and discipline or violating the UCMJ. Yeah. I mean, quite the opposite. Honestly, she's probably doing more to like try to forward the like try to push the ball forward on like leadership, development, education in the Navy. Mm-hmm. And, like, leadership accountability and all this other stuff than, like, anybody wearing khakis. Like, she's so
1: into it. Yeah, no, it's good. No, we need people like that. I think a lot of people, I mean, as you know, and most people listening know, leadership, uh, especially in the military, they're so set in their ways that they cannot Mm. open their mind at all. So it's like, yeah, the media world is taking over. Like, I'm 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 recruiting right now. Mm. So, like, I know what the youth, you know what I mean, listen to and watch, and it's such a big deal. And I feel like a lot of people, like, you know, if you are a CMC somewhere and you hear so and so has a podcast, not under my watch. That's they don't instead
0: see the benefits. They yeah, just see no, yeah. no, no, get it away, squash it's it. It's like, but like, what kills me is like, why don't you have a podcast? Right? Like, why right. don't like because like the fleet mash chief at uh, Pack Fleet, his name's Scotty Tekorzik. Okay, um, I kind of like tangentially know him through like I, we have f- f- mutual friends um he's he does like a, every friday it's like fridays with the fleet or something and he I, th- I i think he just puts it out on uh like facebook or something or on social media i don't know if he like has an rss feed and publishes it but right um but just the fact that he's doing it is like oh this dude gets it like it's like and it makes him so much more accessible i have uh <clears throat> this girl does a, a mental health thing through me. It's called seeds of triumph. It's a podcast on just like folks on mental health. Mm-hmm. And she like was like six episodes in and he invited her into that. She's in in Hawaii also invited her into his office and they did a podcast. Nice. I'm like, this dude is yeah. amazing, yeah. man. Like, because like that kind of accessibility, it's like it, 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 even when they have like, when they have a message, like I've had a bunch of people send me a bunch of stuff over the last few months about like new, Like, get better or get real, get better and like uh, the mental health playbook. And then I just got something yesterday about quality of service. And it's like they're sending out memos to people. And it's like even the people you're addressing them to probably are like glancing at it and putting it in a folder in their outlook or throwing it in a drawer. It's like to do a podcast, do a YouTube Mm -hmm. thing, do like reach sailors where they are if you want to disseminate this information. And for some reason, there's just like this. Well,
1: also, that's a good
0: pushback or.
1: Yeah, that's a good kind of full circle thing about like when you talk about, like me putting my face out there. Like I have said some things that have got me slapped on the wrist. A lot, right? But the reason I am okay putting my face out there is because like, do you mm-hmm. not want a receipt? Do you want to know who's saying this? You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm i friendly with all the, you know, those spicy meme pages that say all the doom scrolling <laughs> stuff. And all, yeah. all of, every single one you're thinking of in your head, everybody listening, yeah. I'm friends with all of them. And most of uh, them so are good, you know, men and women that yeah. are the same way. They're kind of just nervous about putting their face out there. But it's like, right? you are contributing to the problem by not doing it, in my opinion, my humble opinion because now it it just comes from a blind source. You know what I mean? It's not from, you know, HM1 so-and-so holding a Corman page uh, about like uh, everything sucks in the Corman rating, blah, blah. It's like, well, where's this credibility? It comes from you and your experience. So I think um, a lot of people are just scared of having those receipts or looking stupid. You know what I mean? Right. So I I just, you got to be vulnerable.
0: There's a a very real fear of like, um, so like a lot of times I feel like when this stuff, when people get to a point where they're ready to like start talking, it's like senior second classes, first classes. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like for those first classes that are like board eligible or like a plan on sticking around to be board eligible, it's like there's a very real fear of reprisal. Like yeah. that's, that's a real thing that happens amongst uneducated in like incompetent leadership. And so it's like, there's a very real fear that like even if it's like a passive aggressive, like uh, approach where like the, the, mess learns of this and then they just like maybe they don't like come at you but they just their opinion of you changes right because they don't like it so then like next ranking board maybe you take a hit or maybe you don't win sale of the course of the year like you should have or whatever and it's like that's that's a real fear yeah. that like i wish i could debunk having been in the mess for over a decade but like no that's a that's a real thing Absolutely. that's the type of thing that while i i've never encountered it I could see myself being in a mess meeting, like like calibrating people, right, uh, right. for thinking that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I could see that happening uh, in a ranking board, absolutely, or some such like no. discussion. So, <laughs> absolutely, I get, that I get that fear, and I wish it wasn't real, but it is. Yeah. Um. So, like, what was the like, what was your motivation for doing it? Like, what were you like? Was there like a goal? Were you trying to accomplish something by by going that route and growing that your your presence online and stuff? Not
1: really. I think it was just something that was genuinely fun to do, right? And like you said earlier, yeah. like everybody's got a podcast now. Like everybody's going to be nah. <laughs> the, future communi- you. You know yeah. the future of communication, including you. That's what I'm saying. The future of communication is literally, hey, check out my podcast. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, yeah. But I think we were ahead of the curve and and it was just genuinely fun because like you Mm. said about getting recognized there's so many times in military times a little bit more famous i'm here in houston no one knows me but um i'd be out you know (laughs) doing whatever and some sailor or marine come up to me and be like oh my god you're mike cincy can i get like please can i get a picture and i was like (laughs) it's so funny because like in the fleets i'm just rp1 you know what i mean like nobody gives yeah 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 yeah. but yeah
0: yeah. on public i'm you know
1: mike cincy i I was going on to base one day and I gave the guy uh, my cack and he goes, my cack is Cincy. And I was like, what? Ah. <laughs> I'm in uniform, man. You know what I mean? Like, I appreciate it. But it's like, so, yeah. um, no, it was just something. I'm like, still, yeah. <laughs> I'm still waiting <laughs> yeah.
0: for the first time. Like now that my face is on it, I'm yeah. still waiting. Like every time I go on base, I'm like braced for it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Somebody's yeah. going to go like, gee you got Yeah. Like. yeah. <laughs> uh, it happen. hasn't happened yet though so apparently I'm not that Famous but it'll happen eventually <laughs> If you
1: have more catfish photos of you it'll happen <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I know <laughs> uh, But yeah um, no, I, yeah. To answer your question good. like it was genuinely It was just fun and you know between yeah. Like the people saying hi and stuff It was genuinely like I'm so glad You said that I'm so glad I heard that from yeah. Somebody else you know what I mean so yeah. I, I'm sure you could Hear it mm-hmm. that like um, yeah. Just hearing people are genuinely not only Being entertained but like getting help and like feeling seen and that's that's what any of us yeah. would want so that's why i, I kind of just it's, kept doing it
0: yeah I, I got a huge response from that last podcast i don't know if you listened to it or any of the clips but i snapped about uh a kid that used to work for me he's a first class now and uh mm-hmm. called me the other day suicidal yeah. and his chain of command had just like catastrophically failed to take care of him um and like to to the point that like the only re- he like when he called me, he was on the way to the hospital with a friend, but it's like a friend who is an MWR employee, Uh-oh. like an MWR employee. God bless his heart. Yeah, I think it's a he. Uh, was the one that said, "Oh no, get in the car, we're going to the hospital." Yeah. So I'm like, he went to his whole chain of command was involved in this for a while. Like they were having conversations. And embedded mental health, uh, which I think is unique to the submarine force. It may have expanded by now. But like Hmm. the he was talking to mental health and they all just were like, no, you're fine. You can go on deployment. Right, 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 right. And then meanwhile, he gets he gets he's an inpatient at a at yeah. a hospital right now with mental health and they diagnosed him with depression PTSD and said you're not going anywhere yeah. so I'm like what happened like where's God. the disconnect yeah and so like I snapped yeah. dude I was like freaking out but I also like I that it's the most uh it's like the most um emphatic reaction i've ever gotten from anything i've put out where well, yeah, like, because, God you you know would, because you know
1: why it's because like, it it literally came from i know the clip you're talking about and like it came from a real place it wasn't you know yeah. it wasn't watered down with navy speak it was a human reacting mm. to a human situation which i feel like you know people aren't doing in the, in the navy too much anymore i feel yeah. like is it in yeah. black and white then it ain't right you know what i mean like fuck
0: that. right it's right.
1: nonsense so um yeah, yeah no of course you got a good response from that you were speaking from your heart
0: yeah yeah. Um, what? A, so talk talk to me about the podcast. Like, cause you you made it sound when I was taught, when I was listening to the episode, you made it sound like it was like, uh, no one's listening. And like, it's <laughs> like I don't even know why I'm doing this, but like, yeah. like when did you start it? What's it called? All that kind of stuff. Sure. To get it out To the people. But like, what's the, what's the goal? Like, what are you trying to accomplish with it? Oh,
1: whew, all the questions.
0: Uh, no, so pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so many, uh, yeah, no, you're
1: good. Uh, so
0: I do that a lot. I ask like seven questions <laughs> at once and you like, and well, I will oh, answer
1: no. none of them. Yeah, no. Uh, but uh, I think it was kind of the kind of the hangover from doing the old one, right? So the old one went mm. really well. And then yeah. I walked away from it for, you know, not really personal, but kind of just creative differences. And like I said, I think they're still doing it. So yeah. I hope, you know, I hope they're well, whatever. But um, when I left it, I had never seen more support for my role on the show, right? Mm. Um, so it was probably every single day. Uh, probably about a year after I left and I moved to Houston, started recruiting. Um, they were like, when's your new pot? They just assumed like, when's yours coming out? When's your thing? So I was like, man, I don't know. I still, you know, I'm still kind of butthurt about how the last one ended for me. So
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I was like, I don't really know, but I really, I just, one day I just, plugged in the mic and just did one. I, I think I called it episode zero or whatever. And I'm just kind of like, Hey, here's the question. So all these answers. And so many people are like, thank God you're back. You know what I mean? So, Oh, nice. It's like you, you don't owe anybody anything when it comes to this media stuff. Right. right? But at the same time, number one, I enjoy it. It is fun to do. It's cathartic. Um, My therapist hears a lot, but the world gets to hear it too. So, (laughs) Um, I think, yeah, it's just it's a creative outlet for me. And as long as people still genuinely enjoy it—not just listen to it because it's something to do, Mm -hmm. but actually are getting something from it—then why not? You know what I mean? So, I don't, I don't have any sponsors. I don't really even promote it. I just um, it has it has a good. I know I make jokes about the listeners, and the listeners are like, there's a lot of (laughs) listeners, so um yeah yeah I I, I stick to it as much as I can I'm trying to do once a month so I don't burn out from it but I also still kind of enjoy it so uh yeah yeah yeah. you guys who do weekly you're out of your mind I don't
0: (laughs) know I you dude I like you're not lying it's 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 tough like I'll get ahead sometimes and then like right but like this week like I was having a I was going into the week not I didn't have anything and then like uh like it was last week so then like i i was just like i'm just gonna skip this week and then i'll Mm -hmm. i'll i got i recorded something with cheap bob and then i was gonna do some other stuff and then that stuff happened with that kid and so then i was like i'm not putting a podcast out this week and then friday afternoon i like which i feel bad because i put out one of the docs point of view podcasts and then when (laughs) i dropped mine at like eight all the attention (laughs) because like (laughs) um because i wasn't planning on it i just snapped yeah no how's how's he how's
1: he doing
0: He's doing good. He called me uh, yesterday and uh, told me the diagnosis, but he's doing a lot better. He's good. in a way better place. They're good. keeping him until probably he said he might get out today, but probably tomorrow. Okay, uh, and then we just gotta like figure out. I and I've got like a buddy of mine that's a, a Corman Mass Chief IDC that is in in the area that's gonna like engage to make sure all his aftercare is set good, up good. and good. advocate if necessary. Good. And so like, there's lots of and then I just happen to know the dude that was the submarine squadron master chief that's he's going from squadron to the submarine group which is like the admiral's command to be the cmc there so like i know him too and I, I was on the phone with him so like he's gonna have like all the uh, advocacy and all of the everything that he needs to make sure that he's good when he when he gets out so it like it ended as well as it possibly could have um but yeah he's doing he's doing good Uh, If I had to guess, he's probably not going to be on submarines anymore, Um, which I'm told could go either way. So I don't know. We'll see. Hmm. Um, But it's I've been when I when I talk to him, I'm just like, dude, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, yeah. it's just a job. It's just a thing you do. Like, you got to worry about you. And, And he's very much like thinking that way, which is great. Like, I think he's in a really great starting point for like going into therapy and everything else. Good.
1: Like, no, that's maybe. good. No, I'm glad he has a, that support system because I, like, um, uh, I feel like a lot of people are just going to dive back into it. I feel like a lot of people, especially in leadership roles, because uh, I've dealt with yeah. you know a, a bunch of them, officer enlisted, both mm. um, where they're almost like, you know, those uh, Instagram influencers, everybody's a mental health advocate. All of a sudden,
0: nobody has any training, yeah, yeah. but
1: everybody's an advocate. Right. So yeah. Um, it's almost like they pat themselves on the back when they go mental health. Am I right? And then they all high five. Mm-hmm. The, the Yeah. TV, you yeah. Know what I mean? But then when somebody reaches a handout and says, I need help, they go, Oh no, get that away. Ugh. Mental health first. Yeah, yeah. right. So I just, yeah, I, I,
0: yeah.
1: I think a lot of people need to start putting actions with their words, but I mean, that's the as all the time. So, um,
0: yeah. And it's like, I, it's weird that like people, there's a lot of people that think that that is action, like mental health, right? Artists, right. right. Like they think that in and of itself is action. And it's like, no, it's not like, that's not, yep. I did a thing on like where, at, and I don't think it was a great episode, but I was trying to get to that as like leadership influencer types where mm-hmm. they're like posting motivational quotes and sh- it's like, that's not helping. No, like, no. I mean, yeah. Like occasionally somebody's going to see a quote and be like, oh, that's really cool. I right. like that. But like, that's the extent of your impact. So it's like, if you're just like, because I even like, if you scroll down far enough on my Instagram feed, like I tried doing a little bit of that just to try to grow my online presence. Like I, it's like, I gotta, I gotta post something and I'm trying to like get Instagram followers. So it's like, I'm trying to like operate within the, the rules of this environment to grow the platform. But it was like, it was, they didn't get any engagement. No one cared. And it's like, it's not. It's not helping. And and like, I didn't feel as dirty about it because I'm doing this and I'm like all doing a bunch, of, like I'm doing a bunch of other things, but like, yeah, it was, it, it didn't even do anything for me. And I'm like actually <laughs> taking action too. And I'm like, so I don't understand <laughs> The people that are just doing a thing like that, and it's more for an ego stroke for themselves than for anything.
1: No, it's, you know, it's when that Block 43 comes to life, right? It's like, oh, yeah. Impacted 4 million people by taking a picture in uniform. It's like, just shut,
0: shut up. Uh, you and your God. six. Ribbons, there's gotta be, a, there, there's gotta be an eval out there somewhere oh. where somebody <laughs> tried to write that. Oh, or. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I want to, I want to,
1: yeah, if the NDA program didn't go away, that would have been mine.
0: <laughs> be nice. I was going to say meme accounts get to work. I want to see the eval that says right. this in writing. Yeah. I want to, I want to see it in real life. <laughs> yeah. That what, uh, what happened with all that the NDA stuff? Like I, the, <laughs> Navy digital ambassador thing, yeah. like it, when I heard about it, it piqued my interest hard because right. I like Grant Kahn, when they medically retired him, I was just like, what a waste. Yeah. You know, yeah. like he they should have employed that guy in D.C. to be like head of the NDA thing mm-hmm. or whatever. like he was such an asset. Yeah. And it's like you just wasted it. Yeah. And so, like, what? What was that? How did it work? And like, what? What happened to it? Like, why did it get <laughs> it was shippant, a, apparently? Uh, apparently? It, it, yeah, it went away as quickly as it was, you know, developed. Yeah. So, um,
1: I, so pretty much, my uh, what happened with me, my involvement in it was um, mm-hmm. the woman who runs the program. She's a GS, you know, one thousand at the Pentagon. Yeah, uh, was tasked with. She's like, "Hey," and I always told her she's like uh, Viola Davis from Suicide Squad. She just got a bunch of like random like influencers and got them together, and it's like here's your Suicide Squad of sailors. Oh, okay, and, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so uh, I always referred her as that, but it's kind of true. So she's like, "All right, so we need people with a following, but are also credible, right? So mm-hmm. just because you have a big number of following doesn't mean you're a person or credible right. or you know good for the navy." And she was like, Mm -hmm. you, you know, you have a following, but also you seem to be genuine and like you want to do stuff. So the team itself was not bad, right? Um, If you look at everybody that was involved in it, the execution was just so bad. That's, that's why it went away. (laughs) Um, You know, obviously the, uh, the the whole Navy drag queen nonsense that happened, um, that was kind of the final nail in the coffin, I'd say. But at the same time, it's like, it just goes to show leaders are not the... (sighs) I say leaders. I shouldn't say leaders. People in charge, like way, way up there, big Navy, right? They are so scared of any bad press, but all they do is give themselves bad press. So it's just so, yeah. Bizarre.
0: Like, <laughs> I am like, ha, what was that? You posted something yesterday or something yeah. where it was like, like all the horrific stuff that happens. They we were like, yeah, but let's yeah, see how right. far like, I, we I can
1: push this. I just, I don't understand. Kind of the, the best. Yeah. I just don't understand the plan. Uh, yeah, yeah, that meme I posted, it's just because I was just keep reading more things, just like the Navy's shooting itself yeah. in the foot again, it's like how? Over like, and over and over it's so again. It's and crazy. It's... Um, but yeah, so that program was pretty much like, the idea was good, right? We're going to take people yeah. who are active duty. It's
0: a great idea. Who are,
1: who are active duty and actually decent people, and we're going to yeah. involve them with non-military entities on the internet. So like social media influencers, mm. athletes, you know, actors, whatever. Um, but we're mm-hmm. going to do it as real and as organically as possible instead of just showing up uniform right. being like Navy, am I right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. so, uh, <laughs> yeah, which, you know, we're always going to do that, but, um, right. so yeah, that was the plan, right? So I pitched a bunch of ideas. We had a bunch of, I can't talk about it cause it all got shut down obviously, but like we had some really, yeah. really cool stuff in the work, even for me, like who's a media nerd and yeah. I like, you know, enjoy all this stuff. We had some really cool stuff in the works. So, um, but yeah, after that whole thing and then just you know everything build it up build it up build it up uh, the program was a pilot program so it wasn't official and uh, yeah they uh, they they ended it so
0: are you able to talk about why they ended it like what was the um the motivation for not following through with like a permanent program
1: right well the thing was it was in the pilot phase so leadership mm. were like this is a good time to you know pull chocks and cut it because uh it's easier for us to just and, and then not do it. You know what I mean? Then actually take blowback yeah. back and actually lean into it. Maybe even help our sailor that we put out there, you know, whatever. I talked all that on the last episode of the podcast, but yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh, yeah, I think it was just compiling all the stuff and it was such a new kind of like kooky idea to older leadership that they were like, all right, you kids in your, your rap music, you
0: know what I mean? so <laughs> I think my dad uh, used to call it jungle music, Yeah, exa- Turn yeah. That jungle music. Yeah, off. Exactly. I'm like, so, what? Like... And uh, yeah, so uh, I think they were
1: just kind of pivoting around. All right, we'll see how this goes. But then the second it got bad pressed, they're like, "I'll pull it." No, we're not doing it. So that's what it was. It was just leaders it's scared so to. adapt. Stupid, man, dude.
0: <laughs> it would that's such a good idea. Like when I heard about that, like Alexis Travis explained it to yeah. me, and I'm like, I'm like, oh my god! Yeah. Like they're starting to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like I was so pumped mm-hmm. about it, and I was like, this is so brilliant. Yeah, because I talked to Jervy Alota first, yep. not knowing, and he never mentioned it either. Yeah but I talked to him just cause he was going like Navy viral and every, like right, right. At all my listeners were like, you got to talk to captain Aloda. Yeah. And then I did. And I'm like, like th- that's the CEO of that program. <laughs> and then go get some other, like, you know what I mean? Like it would have been so good, yeah. man. Like, and I don't understand why I I'll, I'll never, I'll never <laughs> like,
1: like all man. things in our great Navy. It looks good on paper. Cause so like
0: yeah. by the, by the time somebody like you is in like that, realm it's going to be like you're going to be like oh let's do this and let's do that yeah. and these kids are going to be like who no one listens to podcasts anymore right. we're doing this <laughs> other thing now yeah you know i mean like it's going to be like 20 years too late by the time we actually get our head out of our ass so like, it,
1: i kind of like explain it like the uh the mcmap program for the marines right they're you know c- the combatives yeah. program that's kind of the same thing yeah. here it's like it's such a great program but the problem is they keep yeah. military You know what I mean? We will ruin anything we touch just by virtue of what we do. So you could have a thousand, you know, you could be batting a thousand on ideas and, but you give it the second military touches, it it just crumbles. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, that was just another one of those examples, unfortunately.
0: Well, and it's like, there's something to be said for like the, like how hard it is to um, get. I was talking to uh, somebody yesterday. I got sent this memo on quality of service and it's got all these bullet points and talks about all these things. I had a cob that uh which you know for the unindoctrinated it's like a submarine cmc he uh he talked about quality of service as like a an idea in his head when i was a baby chief like i mean this was over 10 years ago and then he it, like the inception of the idea was way before that cuz he had been a cob like 3 times and a cmc in between so like by the time he was my cob he I've been in the Navy almost 30 years yeah. and like had been a master chief longer than I've been in the Navy. And like, <laughs> um, so like he, he had been talking about it for the better part of like probably 16, 17, 18 years. And then they put out this memo. So I like, <clears throat> it said quality service on it. So I like, uh, annotated the uh, screenshot and sent it to him. <laughs> I'm like, Hey man, just I wa- thought you wanted to know that the CNO copied your homework. <laughs> and, uh, he got a kick out of it, but like we were talking about it and it was like, I was talking about it with some first classes and they were, I was telling them, I'm like, it's, it's like the, by the time, cause everybody's like, Oh, it's like, this is so cool. Mm. And it's like, it sounds great and all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, but by the time this starts to get taken seriously and implemented, there's going to be a new CNO, a new McPon, a new secnav, nav, and they're going to have new priorities and they're going to come out with new good idea, fairy things yep. and new buzz, buzzwords yep. and priorities mm. and, and all this crap. And it's like, so like, It takes so long to get this institution to like start changing course that it's like you need to have those people in office for like 10 years for for their programs to make meaningful difference Mm -hmm. for like a guy like you or uh, like a sailor on the deck plate. And so it's like it's I'm just so jaded by all of the stuff coming out. (laughs) Like so so he sent me the mental health handbook and I'm like wait like before i even got right. it i'm like let me guess it's a 25 page document that like is basically a pamphlet talking about mental health things mm-hmm. and there's no real substance to exactly. it and no real institutional level change and no increased resources yeah, and or awareness that leadership is a problem yeah some right? some and they're like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> some instant got a name for you know correcting spelling. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. so somebody somebody wrote on their fit rep that they wrote their mental. They're the mental health playbook Mm -hmm. guy. And like, you know, that's going to help them get something somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, like and and but like and and it's not like I'm sure because this is the other thing that gets conflated when you start going down the bitter and jaded road. Mm. It's like people start to think those people don't have good intentions. It's like, no, I I 100 percent believe that when they roll stuff out like this, that all of these people are are coming from a place that where they care and they have these good intentions and they want to do a good thing but just by nature of the institution it's like you can get the ball rolling but there's a really great chance somebody that comes in after you isn't going to want to just push your program forward. They're going to want to make it their mm-hmm. own. No. And then that just sabotages no. the whole thing. You're, you're a
1: thousand percent like, right. I think a lot of people are so stuck <laughs> in their own vision of things. And even if they are well-intentioned, yeah. the pro like these programs ultimately come down to like, everybody has to have a open, like the old phrase goes like a parachute's like a brain. It only works if it's truly open. You know what I mean? So um, <laughs> I think a lot of people, they are like, yes, I want to focus on mental health. I want to focus on all these other things. But then they see it in their own vision instead of the overall we're helping everybody. Yeah. I want to help my way. Yeah. If not, I don't want to play with you. And that needs to stop. Nonsense. Right.
0: Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't work. It's nonsense. It's like the, you, if, if there, if people aren't willing, cause like that's something I've talked about just in the leadership development realm, a bunch on the podcast It's like, why does it matter whose idea it right. is, so long as there's a net gain? Yeah. Like I don't need credit for the thing. Mm-hmm. I just want it. The problem fixed. Mm-hmm. So it's like I talk about like with leadership, development, education, like somebody people will ask sometimes like listeners will ask, like if the Navy came to you tomorrow and like handed you the the leadership, development and education magic wand, would you like do it? I'm like, yeah, I would do it. But like a million people could do it. Yeah. It's not like it doesn't got to be me. Yeah. Go cut Jocko a check. Go cut right. Dave Deary at the right. Enlisted Leadership Foundation a yeah. check. He's already like Dave Deary's already doing yeah. it on a scale that like I've, I've only dreamt Hmm. about because people are like, Oh, where do you see the podcast going? I'm like, I don't know. Like, it'd be cool if I could like teach courses and have like maybe write a book or I I don't know. Like there's a million ways I could go with it. And I'm more of like a, I'd rather do it remotely and like on the Internet, like because I just think I can reach more people. And Dave does some of that stuff, too. But there's something to be said. Like he has a brick and mortar like thing where people fly in and they run courses and they have people volunteering to be facilitators and people like it's incredible what he's doing. Yeah. He's doing what the Navy should be doing. Yeah. Like so it's like I already got the prototype <laughs> and it works, man. Just cut Dave Deary a check <laughs> and, and it'll be like he'll fix it for yeah. you. And it's like, I, for whatever reason, it's like, no, we're going to stand up and like ELD and roll that out. Oh, right, and right. and mean, meanwhile, I had the CMC and the course manager on a podcast and they're like, yeah, nobody's signing up for classes. I don't know. what's going on. <laughs> Like we have the capacity yeah. and they're really passionate about the program, but not enough people are signing up for the classes. Yeah. And I was just like, like, it's just like, man, like who, who cares yeah. whose idea it is? And even if we have to patchwork it, like even if it's like like we just like co-sign the Enlisted Leadership Foundation and that's like a mechanism. Right. Like we certify them like a college accredits things and we're like you can do Enlic things here or here or the like you can take all these different things to meet the requirement. And it's like that it, it I don't know. It's <laughs> just like it it like it I don't understand why people have this need to yeah besides just ego to be like the good idea. Like I want to put it, I, need, I want to put it on my eval. I'm like, I don't give a shit who's, yeah. who's eval it is. And neither do all the people who would benefit from this yeah. program. But meanwhile, you guys are squabbling over like, yeah. you know, who gets the credit. And, mm. I don't know. It, it's maddening, dude. Um, <laughs> What, uh, what, um, <clears throat> I was going to add, like, go, like, go back to the podcast sure. stuff. I don't know if we finished that off. Like, what's the, cause you never, what's the name of the podcast? Like, what's the, Oh, it's yeah. I guess
1: uh, I, I see. I, I can't even plug my we own stuff. Get yeah, that exactly. part.
0: I, I asked you seven questions <laughs> at once. So it's
1: fair. Uh, the name <laughs> of fair. it, uh, it's called standby, uh, hosted by Mike Cincy, if you can look it up. Um, but yeah, yeah. The idea I think is just. I kind of have in the little bio of the Instagram page is like mm. the podcast you want to listen to while you're on standby. So I feel like, like we joked about okay. earlier, everybody's got a podcast. everybody does long form. There's not enough if, if I listened to every podcast someone recommended, I'd be dead on the floor yeah. with my ear. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you're not, there's yeah. not enough yep. time. Like, because, you know, yep. Joe Rogan's a big example of it. I'm not anti Joe Rogan. I'm not going to listen to an entire mm. episode. <laughs> there's not enough time. I have a job. Yeah. Yeah. I have stuff to do. So, um, Ideally, what I I like to do, unless I interview somebody it goes a little further, and even then I'll cut it into pieces, different episodes and stuff, but Mm. um, just 30, 45 minutes, me catching you up on, you know, just goofy things that have gone on in my life, uh, current military, you know, situations, Mm. and then if I have time, maybe interview a guest or two. Uh, My thing is like, I can, you know, I can jump on Instagram here, get all my cool blue check friends and do uh,
0: Zoom, Mm. but
1: I personally like to sit down and be face-to-face. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I I like oh th- like I don't mind like this right. as as a substitute because like that's the majority. I well, you're doing like You an have there's no
1: way. <laughs>
0: well, <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. Like I'm not Joe Rogan. I can't fly people to my house and like come to the lab. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's there's something to be said for being in person. But like for me, this works. Yeah. Like this, I get especially now that like I do a lot more video. Cause like when I would do interviews before I wouldn't want my face involved. So mm. like sometimes I would do like where it displays it and I just don't record the video, but um, yeah, it, it works pretty well. in And I, I, I like the, the interaction yeah. this way. Whereas, whereas like if it was just me, cause like the social media, like I've thought about doing like Instagram lives and stuff, which I may do at some point, but like, it's like one way, like that's a one way street mm-hmm. where I'm like just putting, stuff out there and then they're engaging with it which is like what i did with the podcast for a long time it was just me and then when i started doing interviews like that's a lot more fun like i have a lot more fun having a conversation because your perspective is important and like i want to like understand people and and try to like figure things out and get the everybody's like experiences Mm -hmm. and and uh like perspectives out there yeah. which is why it's so fun now that like you know i've got people doing other podcasts yeah, yeah. Like, this is so awesome because <laughs> like i don't want it to just be me man like i don't think it should just be me yeah. for that reason like this is like what we were talking about before yeah, but like, make sure I, it goes I, under your
1: email I, and you are the head of <laughs> oh yeah
0: i'm gonna make e <laughs> 10 so it's funny, gonna happen right. like yeah no i'm fucking <laughs> i don't give up yeah. like and that's the thing too that's what's fun about where i'm at in life now is like i don't Like you can't even like it's cool because I get to do video and I get to do all this because now it doesn't matter. Like now it's like I'm not like you. I guess you could make the point that I'm trying to make money off of this because like I have a Patreon now and I'm trying to monetize YouTube. I'm not cool enough yet. I don't have enough subscribers. (laughs) But like It's it's like I'm doing it because I want to expand the platform, not because I'm trying to get rich or something. Like I know this is never going to be JRE. Right. I'm never going to be that. I'm never even going to be Jocko big. So it's like, it's whatever. Like, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, like that's the only real swipe you could take. Like some asshole the other day, it was, uh, when I was putting out all those reels that were clips of that one podcast. Um, he commented like I'm j- he's just some angry ex master chief with too much time on his hands and I'm like do you even like, listen to the podcast yeah. you idiot yeah. like like and like there it turns out like uh, like thank god I have cts in my life god bless you <laughs> all of you because he was using a troll account oh, and course. they figured yeah. out who he was and Yeah, they figured out who he was. And, like, I'll tell you some stuff offline. I don't want to dox him on here. You should. You should dox him. People like that I, you know, like well so i'm not gonna do it but i can tell you his command has gotten a phone call and it wasn't for me <laughs> like so that's the that's yeah the, i'll leave it there like like i it wasn't me like i didn't do it but like yeah. some of the homies no. did and all on their own i didn't ask nobody to do it i didn't yeah. like they just you you fuck, you got in the wrong comment section yeah. my guy <laughs> like and so well, that's thing like, listener, like we talked about earlier just be accountable like if you're
1: gonna say some shit i want to see who's saying yeah you know
0: what i mean Right. And that's what I I was telling him in the comments. I was like, every time he would say something because he was just trolling, I'm like, says the troll that says the guy hiding behind a troll profile like you're a coward, like you're a coward. Come out and say it, man. Um, and I didn't block him either on purpose because I'm like, this is just too funny yeah, to me. Yeah. Like, it's easy. I could just point out and laugh because like everything you say is negated by you're a coward hiding behind exactly, a control yeah. profile. Yeah. Uh, so like everyone point and laugh. <laughs> like this guy's a coward. So yeah. And he was like uh like com- he, he i don't think he explicitly said it but he was like presenting as a master chief and he's like a second class of course, of course of <laughs> course like i'm like and i even said it but i'm like this smells like a junior it's yeah. just like trolling <laughs> but i could be wrong it turns yeah, out yeah. like it's just some second class idiot, but, but you know fair yeah. play yeah also you're you're a clown um so like the uh how long have you been in uh this year's 13 years okay so like career guys I mean like all
1: of us you know what I mean it never it never wants to be a career (laughs) but then becomes one so
0: yeah then it accidentally becomes one yeah um what uh like what do you want to be when you grow up what's the plan going forward
1: well that's what's great about the navy. you don't you truly (laughs) don't have to grow up until you're out right
0: so yeah right I still exactly so um
1: I don't, and it's, it's, I'm in an exciting spot when it comes to my future because, you know, i never been mm. married, don't have any kids, you know, I don't have any baggage like yeah. that. Not that that's, baggage, it's baggage, but mm. not that it's baggage, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? So it's like, when I retire, I'll be 39 years old mm-hmm. and I can yeah. literally do whatever I want. And that's like a blessing that the Navy's yep. given me. Like everyone's yeah. always like, oh, they chew you up and spit you out, which to a degree is true, uh, you, but right. at the same but time, also, they have given me. All the I literally, yeah. it's so funny. I got to be on the Howard Stern show, which is huge thing for me, uh, because of the oh, Navy, wow. you know what I mean? Like, I yeah, have that's wild, met and like interviewed celebrities and done cool things because of the name yeah. All it's done is give me opportunity, yeah. so it's like, I can't yeah, too mad at.
0: that's I feel like people expect me to be more like salty about my experience sure. or something, but like, yeah, like, because I. You're right. Like it like choose you up, spits you out. Like I feel like to a degree, it definitely did that. But at the same time, I retired in September. Ask me how many jobs I've had since then because I have the ability to not do Mm -hmm. that thanks to that experience. And so it's like I it's incredible. And like I will eventually probably. But like I wanted this to be my job. I don't know if that's going to be viable soon enough. Like I might have to get like a bridge job, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um. but like still like it's the amount of like freedom I have. And like just the insane benefits. Like when I was, I started going to school full time uh, for a semester. It's just a story mental mm-hmm. health like dumpster fire. And then I had to fix that. So I stopped, yeah, yeah. but like it, uh, when I was doing that, I remember like going into it. I did the VR E program, which I, it might be called something else. Um, but whatever. It's like you get when you're 100% or not. It's not even 100. I'm 100% disabled. But like uh, it's like I think when you're above like 20% or something, I forget the exact number, but like you, you're eligible to apply for this Chapter 31 benefits. It's called VR E. It's like vocational rehab. Mm. And it uh, it's like a second GI bill. And if you use that first, you can get up to like I think 48 months or more of benefits. That's it's the exact same like layout where you get the housing stipend Mm -hmm. and everything. And then they'll buy you everything. Like they pay for your books. They pay for every pencil, pen and staple. They they'll buy you a computer and a printer to go to school. Like it's, it's nuts how great that program is. Like they'll, they'll pay for your parking pass on campus. They pay for everything. And it's like, I just remember, and, and then you get like, so then I'm getting my disability, my pension and the housing allowance every month. I'm like, and I'm not working. I'm like, I'm like, you know, I mean, it's work to like get the classwork done, I guess. But like, I was just like beside myself at how fortunate I was. Yeah. I was just like, oh my God, dude. Like, so like, yeah, did I, I did I earn these benefits? A hundred percent. Like I, I gave up a lot, like literally years off my life, I'm sure. But like also i'm incredibly fortunate yeah. like incredibly fortunate to be like not quite 40 and i'm like i have all this like in front of me that it's like it's it's my yeah
1: no absolutely i think it, like it, think about i don't know how it was for you but for me it was around 2013 i feel there was a switch that happened afghanistan was dying down iraq had mm. died down um so it, it became less about like, Hey, let's, let's go do our mission in the middle East, you know, whatever branch you're in and mm. became more yeah. about like, okay, well I'm going to miss my chance to go. So how, how disgruntled can I be? It became like this weird badge of honor, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. it became this weird badge of honor to be the most disgruntled, the most angry, the most riddled with yeah. mental ailments that you just didn't have. And they, <laughs> up, you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. Yeah. I don't know why that became such a badge of honor because you know, mm. people who struggle yeah. here and there are different things we all do, we're human. Um, it's just such mm. a weird thing to be like, oh, I'm so salty because I hate this. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah, we need to take a step back and really look at it. If, if you don't like the military, get out. Totally fine. Everybody's going to have a different experience. Mm. I can't speak for everybody. Right. A lot of veterans like to do that, but I refuse to do that. Yeah. Um, so I think, um, <laughs> it's just weird that you are given this opportunity to a become a better yeah. person. I feel like I'm selling so the Navy right now, but become a better, person. Yeah, you're <laughs> a
0: recruiter, man. It's <laughs> in it's, your blood. <laughs>
1: To become a better person, uh, become a yeah. stronger, more you know, disciplined version of yourself, and then also have all these mm-hmm. benefits given to you because of the sacrifice in your service. And I think a lot yeah. of people now, especially in this generation, and I can attest to this being a recruiter, um, is the instant gratification. If it's not there, they are not interested. I mean, my goodness. Mm-hmm. How many people have wanted to... Because I work in the NSW shop, so like everyone's like, right. well, how long the pipeline be a seal? I'm like, usually about two years. I'm like, well, yeah. I'm what do <laughs> you know what i mean like do you want to or i want not? to be a
0: seal tomorrow so i can post that's it on exactly instagram
1: right. yeah so i just <laughs> it is it is mind-boggling to me and i guess that's a generational thing but like yeah i just you're giving all these you're yeah. giving all these things and these tools for your toolbox and then you don't use them instead mm. you throw them on the floor and say look what yeah. the navy did look at the mess they made oh so,
0: god yeah dude that's a great yeah. point like that's something i've seen for a really long yeah. time where it's like it, it's like i i in and The Part of it is the fault of leadership in that, like, I was one of the few chiefs that was telling people, like, what do you want (laughs) to do? Like, like my check in interview is like, what do you what do you want to do? Do you want to stay in the Navy forever? Do you want to uh, be in a different rate? Do you want to get out and go be career field X? And whatever they said, it's like, okay, let's let's start a plan for that. Like I had a, a first tour sailor that wanted to be a cop. When he got mm-hmm. out and I'm like, great, let's do that. It wasn't like, how can I get you to re-enlist? Right. You know, it's like, I'm going to take care yeah. of you and get work. We'll work towards your goals. And, and then it's like, if you change your mind because the Navy has given you so much and you want to stay and it's rewarding and whatever, mm-hmm. great. Okay, fine. I'll help you with your re-enlistment paperwork. But it wasn't like the idea where a lot like the meme where like yeah, everybody's like trying to just keep you in the Navy no matter right. what. And it's like, I never understood why they didn't do that because it's like, there are so many tools and so many benefits. And I have so much ability to like help people navigate all of those incredible things. Most of which Gen pop is like completely ignorant of like how many people have even seen the mill person, right, right. you know, it's like, and I, like I, to the point where like I had two cooks on Jimmy Carter when it was my first chiefs tour that want, they were like, we're getting out because we want to be CTs and they won't let us. And it, like we don't want to be cooks and I'm like oh well then let's go down that rabbit hole and oh by the way I was the command career counselor so I'm like let's go let's go I'm your chief I'm the command career yeah. counselor I'm gonna fix That's this right. so I got both of them uh there was a I don't know if it's still real but it was a you could convert rates as an incentive to re it was like uh, a program that existed where like it was like you can re-enlist and it, the re-enlistment is contingent on you cross rating to that new mm-hmm. rate so it's like uh it, it just an incentive to keep people in and everybody just kept telling them like, no, you're a submariner. They've, there's no way they're going to let you out of this community. Uh, CSS's have been undermanned for fuck ever. Like it's never a thing where we're not like hungry for people. So they were like, they're never going to let you out. And I, I was like, dude, the worst they can do is say no. And so we did the package and both of them got approved and both of them are now yeah. chiefs. And it's like, as CTs, like one of them was a CTN and one of them was a CTI. And it's like, So it's like the organization kept them in, which they were going to get out anyway. So like you weren't keeping them on submarines. So it's like, well, I can send them to go do what they want to do and add like arguably more value to the Navy because they stayed. And then also they went to a career field that needed people and they're passionately doing that because they love it. And so it's like, I don't understand why more people don't approach it that way instead of just sitting there going, hmm, the Navy sucks, you know? And it's like, no, no it doesn't. Like, you just have to, like, it's a a principle. I'll talk talk to people, like, that complain about the eval system, which rightly so. It's fucking garbage. But if you sit there and just go, it's garbage, and then you don't, like, try to do anything about that, and I don't mean, like, fix the program. Like, I, I advocate for that all the time, but I'm talking about, like, you need to learn how how it works so that you can then navigate that system and leverage that system to best take care of your sailors on a daily basis and so like if you're not doing that like like what are you doing with your life like why are you not trying to best leverage the existing systems to, to for the benefit of all those people who then will have a better experience will uh, like May, may or may not like reenlist as a result and all, and all kinds of things. And, and then not it, worst case scenario, not like leave having that attitude of like, Oh, poor me, the Navy sucked and look what they did to me. Yeah, It's like, it doesn't, that's not helpful. And so like, instead of, instead of, uh, doing that, like the approach should be like, while the eval system is certainly flawed and it, like needs to get fixed, like, In a lot of ways, like it needs to get completely overhauled. But in lieu of just crying about it, like get in the book, learn the existing system, and how to leverage it to best take care of your people. And Mm -hmm. it's like when you when you stop trying to fight the system for the sake of fighting it, because there's a lot of people that do that, and they run up against this monolith that doesn't care about your feelings. It's Mm -hmm. like stop stop like thinking the navy is going to change because you're pouting about it, and start like learning how to navigate and leverage those systems, regardless of what they are yeah, to best take care of your sailors and get them to where they want to be, because that's your job. Yeah. So it's like, and even if it's just you, it's like, I started doing that pretty young. Like I was a young second class, probably when I started to really like dive into these things and start mm-hmm. like I was in the Milpers manual as a second class, which is not normal. And so like, hey. I was like, how do I figure all this out and learn about all these things so that I can like, navigate the Navy and get everything I can from the Navy because they're going to get theirs out of you for damn sure. Yeah. So it's like fig you, but the, the, the dirty little secret is like, they are not going to fall all over themselves to uh, make sure you know about all these programs and opportunities, how to how to access them, how to leverage these things to take care of your people and yourself. Like you, you're going to largely have to figure that out on your own, unless you're lucky enough to just encounter something, right? So like right. when I went to career counselor school, it was like, yeah. now I know about all this stuff. I know how to navigate it. I know how to leverage it. But you can learn everything I learned in career counselor school just on the internet. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Just get in the advanced like as a second class, I was in the advanced manual and I was like recalculating people's profile sheets, figuring out that they in fact gooned it up and they didn't have all their either eval points or PNA points or whatever, whatever it was. And then I was getting people promoted like I did like half a dozen correction letters yeah, for, yeah. To, and set them off to like Pensacola or wherever. And like my buddies are making second class and first class because somebody took the time yeah. to figure out how this works and just recalculate and check the math. Yeah. And it's like that would have never happened. Like the chief wasn't doing it. God bless them. I had a great chief back then, too, mm-hmm. like but they just didn't know. Like, and, and that, like, that should be alarming that, like, I was just a dork about it and got into the right. book. My chief didn't even do that. Yeah. They started doing it after I was doing it because they're <laughs> like, what are you doing over here? Like, but like, they, it was like, it's alarming that they didn't already know that they should have been taught that. That should be like, that should be standard. Yeah. Like your LPO or chief should be scrubbing every single profile sheet for the non-advanced. Yeah. And like, Oh, by the way, it's required to do a freaking career development board if you don't advance anyway, which yeah. largely doesn't happen. Like sometimes it does, but then even then, <laughs> did you recalculate the, did you recheck the math on their profile sheet? Because there might be points there already. Yeah. And it's like most of these kids that complain about missing it by a point, they don't e- They don't even go into the book right. and find the chart with the formulas and do the math. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, and that's just one example. No, you
1: know, anyway. no, you're 100% right. I think there's the, the adage, like it's kind of the old school mentality is like if you really want something, you'll do it. Um, and a lot yeah. of these people, they want to be given stuff. They don't want to go do it. Yeah. And I'm, I, you know, I'm yeah. guilty of that a lot too. Like I'm, you know, I won't make a huge fuss of it, but like I'll do something and it doesn't go my way. And I go, ugh, Navy, you're not know, like that old, the old meme yeah. like, Oh, thanks yeah. Obama. You know what I mean? And, uh, <laughs> so I do that. But at the same time, I, 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 think to myself, am I just frustrated in this moment or am I frustrated because I did everything I possibly could and the outcome still right. wasn't there. So I think a lot of people are just, they hit that first pillar of frustration and they go, ugh, all is lost. And I think yeah. that's the mentality that a lot of these kids come in with. So it's uh, it's no good.
0: Yeah, I think. And I don't know where it came from, mm-hmm. but I've always had this like. Uh, it, it's it's like it, in my programming, I'm like wired to be terrified of going into something unprepared. Like and so like I've always been the guy that like I have to do everything I possibly can so that on the other end of this, if the result doesn't go my way, I can be at peace right. with the fact that I did everything I could and it just wasn't my time or whatever, right? And so like like when I, I would study, like what do I need to do to make chief, right? And I'd find out all the things and then I'd be like, okay, I need to do all those things. And if I don't finish this call and then I go to the board and get looked at for chief and don't get promoted, I didn't do everything I could. So yeah. I don't get to complain. You know, but if I did every single thing I could and then I still don't get promoted, well, then it's just it's a quota driven system. It is what it is. Reality. Yeah. Like they can't promote everybody. It's not that I don't deserve it. It's not that I didn't do everything I could. It's that it's not my time. Yeah. and And I have no control over that. And can I be pissed about it? Yeah, sure. I guess. But like, it's not like I wasn't ever disappointed. Right. Um, but it, it's like I'm not mad about it because I did everything I possibly could. Yeah. And it, it just it is what it is like. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't understand the not engaging in the programs.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: it's also in the way that learn how to navigate it. It's also a big,
1: like, you know, leadership needs to roll stuff like this out. But at the same time, it's how they sell it too. Right. Because right. um, Right. If you come to me, if you're a chief or above and you come to me, with a stack of papers, go learn this, do it now. I'm not going to do it on principle. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, But if they come to me with a stack of paper and say, learn this because of A, B, and C, and and it will also benefit, you know, the rest, then I'm more inclined Mm -hmm. to be like, sure. But I feel like a lot of people, um, no matter what it is in the Navy, I feel like it comes from the top down. And by the time it hits senior leadership or senior officers, they go, "Uh, they understand it, just give it to them. You know what I mean? So, I think, yeah. I think people need to be more engaged on programs. I mean, across the board, mm-hmm. and really so sells- I wish. Yeah.
0: I wish we did a better job of like, uh, like in the rollout of like educating people on yeah. it in a way that's not like, here's this 400 page OpNav instruction. Mm-hmm. Get get hot, you yeah. know, like where. And I think that, like, I mean, I kind of know to a degree based on some conversations that I've had and other people have had and relayed to me. It's like the reason why they're doing like the 20 page mental health handbook is because people are too lazy to go look in the instructions and talk to the people and figure it out themselves. So they're trying to just give them like a a reference, which it makes a lot of sense because it's not like uh, some of it's laziness. Some of it is like commanding officers are super busy and have a lot of other things to worry about. So like when this stuff comes up, it make it as easy as possible. Mm -hmm. So like it's, it's not, it's not a, Incorrect approach. It's just like when I only get a twenty-page thing, and mm-hmm. there's no other follow-up or resources or anything or institutional level change. Mm-hmm. That's when I have a problem. With. Exactly. But i I think they are making an effort in in certain ways. But it's like, like you said, and and we were talking about it earlier. Like it's it's like a, a teaspoon of the gallon that I mm-hmm. need. Like you know, what I mean? there's your cook pun. You it's like. <laughs> I, I need, we need so much more in the form of like, I should be able to send somebody a YouTube Mm -hmm. video. Like just the other day I I was, I shared, um, I guess the the Navy exchange has some program now with Home Depot where you can buy appliances. And I just shared the article. And this kid that I do jujitsu with, he's a first class, great kid. Um, he asked me a question that was answered in the article. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so I screenshotted the article part <laughs> and like drew a little red line yeah. around it and commented. And then there was one part that I didn't know. He was like, do the coup will next coupons work or something. Right. Like, right. I don't know about the coupons, but he's like, yeah, I read the article after I asked the question. Yeah. Like, well, do that the other yeah, exactly. way around clown. <laughs> like, It's just a Navy times article. I didn't send you the, a book. like. Yeah. I mean, they can yeah. they can be a bore to <laughs> read
1: once in a while, so I get it.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not a Navy Times fan. Me or anything, either. Yeah, that was actually the meme I posted had- last
1: night. We referenced earlier. That was a big part of it. Yeah. Uh, an article came out, and the way they presented the article, I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah. I, I don't want to get into yeah. The whole I was
0: thing of it. in that rant. I mentioned the one about um. They put an article out about the all the the suicides on, where they had four suicides on the carrier mm-hmm. in one week or whatever. Yeah like it's not connected and then the whole article was talking about how it's right. connected yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. just like oh my god yeah. dude like of course yeah of course and it's like that's not even the navy that's the um that's the navy time yeah. sucking but whatever uh yeah so like <laughs> Um. Yeah, man. Like, uh, I I'd love to keep talking, but I'm afraid your phone yeah. like,
1: <laughs> no, I, I
0: brag you at some point. It, it, it <laughs> your,
1: your listeners
0: and viewers and stuff will not know
1: these seamless transitions you're going to make. Um, but yeah, I, yes,
0: I'm gonna make it so clean they're never gonna know. I've
1: had to, if you don't know, listening. I've had to restart That's, this multiple times because my phone's about to explode. Yeah. So I am sorry.
0: Yeah, uh, but I'll, yeah, it's all good we can we can do yeah, it again sure. man yeah. once your computer like you're you're somebody i could picture myself talking to a million times so, i'm pretty funny. uh i'm down <laughs> uh, i'm down if you're down Absolutely. and then like dude we can do uh, i'm happy to guest on your if you if you need somebody to to make fun I'll fly, of or I'll, I'll fly
1: to you for that
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least my, works. Yeah, yeah. my internet connection's not <laughs> <Exactly>. the best. <laughs> not the best. I, I have a second microphone over here. Yeah. I just like I'm working out some glitches with the setup because when I had Chief Bob over for the live stream, mm-hmm. it, the mic, the second mic didn't work the well on. Gotcha. Yeah. It's all good. I have my like dollar store uh, Joe Rogan setup going. So. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Would be good. <laughs> but all right, man, I I really appreciate you doing this and weathering the the <laughs> storm of your phone's temperamental here. attitude. <laughs> so
1: you're in Houston, my phone's over here.
0: This was dope, dude. Yeah, what uh Where can people find you and stuff, dude? Yeah.
1: So uh, I only <sighs> really yeah I don't have a ton of social media. My Instagram is a big thing at Mike Um official. If you see any other mm-hmm. Mike Cincy's in the world, they're fakes. So Mike. If yeah. Well,
0: and you got the blue, the blue check, check too yeah, for whatever that's worth and yeah. um
1: but yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh standby podcast comes out yeah. about yeah. once a month. Um yeah. I'm going to continue to do that till it stops being fun. So, um that's pretty yeah. much it. Other than that, I'm just here your local NSW scout in Houston, Texas. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, anybody yeah, anybody <laughs> need to learn the combat side stroke, I'm your man.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for doing this, yeah, man. Bro. I really appreciate yeah, it. It was fun while it lasted. <laughs> <laughs> all right i hope y'all enjoyed that uh i had a great time talking to him uh laughed a lot it was a good time uh laughed a lot at the glitches too <laughs> like just having the issues in general it was yeah you know, gotta laugh at that kind of stuff when it happens and just keep it moving um but again like great time talk to him i very interesting stuff about like like i kind of had this vague idea of what rps did um, sort of. Uh, and we got into that. Um, but also, like, I didn't I didn't quite realize, like, how I don't know, like how ver- ver- various their assignments are and, and, and all the things that they kind of have to be concerned about, I guess. So that, that was cool to learn about. Um, and then just kind of like get into like I, I, I love talking to other like creators, um, if you will. I don't know if that's I feels like the right term that popped into my old like radiation rattled brain, um, (laughs) riddled, riddled. That's what I meant. Um, (laughs) it's like, it's fun to, to learn about like one, like why, why they do it. Like what's their motivation to like, kind of like, what are you trying to accomplish? Where do you see it going from here? And then just like learning about what they're doing, how they're doing it. Is it working? Is it not? I don't know. Like I am super interested in those kinds of things to try to like learn about like what military members and veterans are doing that is more like the human side of it, less the military member side of it. Because so many times I, I feel like people uh, think we're just like robots or something. So it's like, it's cool to learn about the, the person behind the uniform. So um, if you need anything from us, hit us up. Don't give up the podcast at gmail.com. You can Facebook message us. Don't give up the podcast. Or you can DM us on Instagram, Reddit or discord at D podcast. Uh, you can find us all those places. Um, If you want to support us, podcast.com, There is a donate button on the website, or you can go to Don't Go Up the Ship Apparel. It's apparel.com. Get yourself some naval pride and heritage gear. You'll actually wear in public, like this dope dock shirt. I know I'm showing it twice, but we got the dock. That should be up by by the time this podcast comes out. This will be like uh, at least a week away. Um, so yeah they should be up on the website now uh we got the new uh couple of ct shirts a skiff mates shirt and the super secret squirrel shirt and then uh if that one's popular I'll, I'll do different versions of it for different rates and stuff like is's or just like maybe uh take the rating badge off too and just do some stickers or something but um but yeah like uh, a lot of cool new designs we got four new shirt drops uh that should should all be out by the time this podcast drops um, but yeah, go check it out. And then if uh, the probably the best way to support us, patreoncom slash podcast Get all kinds of cool benefits like discount codes for don't go the ship and stickers and and like uh, discord special access and early episode alerts all kinds of cool stuff uh depending on the tier uh and it really helps us like pay all the bills for the podcast and then su- just support expanding the platform in the ways that we want to so uh if you can do that we really really appreciate it if you can't uh spend the money no big deal uh best way to support us otherwise is just like share subscribe review us on all the platforms for all the things Things for podcasts on YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, share the videos, tag your friends in the posts for the episodes, or just send them a link to the podcast. Anything you can do uh, that it doesn't cost you a dime, cost you a few minutes of your fingers on your phone doing the thing and like send it to the send it to those people. Uh, and it really it really helps when people engage with the content, when they share it, when they tag people in it, all that kind of stuff. Um, we really appreciate it. And it definitely helps with like the algorithms and such. So That's a great way to do it without spending a dime. Uh, And with that, that's it. That's what I got for you today. Thank you so much for listening and don't give up the ship. Hey, big shout out to our level five patrons, William McIver and Victoria living good to all the other patrons and everyone that supports us. We couldn't do it without you. You're allowing us to expand the platform, pay all these bills and continue to push out just Awesome content for you as much as is humanly possible, and we really, really appreciate you. Thank you so much.